0: Hello and welcome to postcards from a Soul and her Human. I'm the human, Gina. Um, before I sat down today, I wasn't entirely sure what to expect or what would come out of my mouth. Um, so I am going to be as honest as I can about how I'm feeling and and how, what got me here. Um, I am a fifty nine year old woman. I am recently divorced. And I have gone through one of the worst years of my life, um, and I'm being divinely guided by my higher self and my spirit guides to create this space to talk candidly about what I've been through um, and where it's brought me. And um, so my goal is to just kind of be honest and not worry about... entirely how it comes across. Um, I'm not a polished public speaker. I am not a podcaster. (laughs) I'm just a woman who is living a life um, attached to a soul who is really in charge of what happens. And um, I think my overall message is really going to be through all of this that we are a dual being. We have a soul and we have a body and our brain wants us to believe that our body is all that matters in the physical world. And it was a tough lesson for me to learn otherwise. But once I did figure that out, my life became pretty easy. Um, and I, I'm here to talk about that. I'm here to just kind of tell you how I'm feeling, especially right now, which is a little bit nervous. Uh, I don't really understand a lot of this yet. This is my very first episode and my goal is to just grow as I go, which is really what I've embraced in my life as well. So I'm not going to do a lot of editing. Honestly, the editing part is is kind of alien to me and the little bit I've seen about it um, is quite intimidating. And So I'm going to stay away from it as much as possible until if and when it becomes necessary. So for now, I'm just going to talk and I'm going to embrace the fact that I'm imperfect and hope that that comes across as something appealing to you. Um, I have uh, really never thought about doing anything like this at all. I'm a avid student of human nature. I've spent my life kind of observing life as a as a contributor and an active member of it. And I, I've uh, had kind of an adjacent kind of understanding of of what my life force or my energy force or my core, my soul was all about. And it wasn't until recently during this this really dark period that I went through that I learned about her and I really became acquainted with myself at an energetic level and and I have to tell you this up front I've I didn't know any of this I I've always kind of thought about spirituality I'm not sure what the proper keyword is these days but but really just about my energetic body or the per, or the whatever's inhabiting this physical body and I've always just thought about her as a separate person or a separate entity and I've never really understood why it was just kind of the way that made sense to me my body seemed like a vehicle like a physical manifestation of energy in a physical plane or this world planet atmosphere and I've kind of always just understood that without really knowing why and and that there was something else going on that I was in this body was inhabited by something, some me that wasn't me. And that, that something is a pure consciousness. So not to get too far into the, the part that alienates a lot of people up front, but, uh, I have recently been introduced pretty directly to my higher self and to my spirit guides. And I have been over the last few months, encouraged by them through messages to take this journey to start this new venture and, and that I would have a sort of serendipitous epiphany about what I was to be doing. And, um, this is what transpired. Uh, I've always written about my ideals about spirituality and I've always had, um, like a, a language around it that, that made sense to me. And I've recently over the last couple of years have been writing about it. And once I, my relationship, my, I don't know if I mentioned, but I'm, I am divorced and I am, um, I was married for, tw- well, I wasn't married for 24 years. I was with my ex husband for almost 25 years we were only married for five of those years because neither one of us cared about that part until we became business partners. We share a business together. And then it became necessary from our accountants and attorneys to make things easy to get married. So we got married anyway. Um, once I got divorced, which is about 10 months ago, I was you know, contemplating what had happened. And it's a pretty unique story. And I'll get into more of that later, but, um, I was left feeling completely lost and blindsided about what happened. And I remember talking to my daughter one day at the park, which is a place I went often to just kind of get away from my life and to, to be in a space that I felt comfortable. I would sit, uh, in a local park on the side of, uh, of a river in my chair with my little footstool and my coffee. And I would just sit there sometimes for hours and just kind of be in nature. And, and I felt more comfortable there. I felt more free there. So in these times, during these hours, I would contemplate what the frig had happened and how I got here. And um, it really made me think kind of overall, about my life and, and what has transpired up until now. And, and, um, on one of these days, it was actually mother's day. Um, and my daughter came to sit with me at the park and we were talking about what had happened and she's, you know, she's not a kid anymore. She's in her early thirties and she, she was listening to my story about what had happened and how unique it was, and and how kind of unbelievable the whole thing was. That uh, she said to me, "Mom, you need to write about this. You need to tell your truth." And uh, so I I thought about it, and I, and I I always enjoyed writing, and I was by no means a professional writer, although I had written a book and self published it uh, about ten years earlier, but that was. Um, That was another story. But anyway, I, uh, I thought about it and I said, you know, I think that maybe I should write about this because I think that at the time I thought, you know, this can be a cautionary tale for some other person who is in the same type of relationship I was in. And I could put that out there and, and just have it available in the ethos or on the internet, uh, so others can find it if it would be helpful to them. And then they could use that, my experiences with this particular um, relationship to help them, you know, come to terms with what maybe they were dealing with, or they could identify with it to the point where they, they it would be helpful to them. So I, I started a blog and I, I really, I really didn't know what I was doing, just like I don't really know what I'm doing now. I just knew that I had to put this out there, and um, uh, in preparation to write about my story with my ex-husband, I wrote about other things. I I really, I guess, I wasn't really ready to to talk about my particular story, so instead, I wrote about the things that were coming. to me, that were that were important to me in the time, and and I was doing a lot of introspection. I I was in a, on a journey where I was starting to really look at myself instead of wondering what went wrong and who was responsible. And I had to really come to terms with the fact that that if I wanted to a life that that I felt comfortable in, I had to be the one to figure this out. And I couldn't project it onto somebody else, even though at the time I was and I wanted to. Um, so I wrote about other things. I wrote about, um, you know, the ego, which is something that I was really looking at and how much of my mind was really kind of responsible for, for where I had ended up in the relationship that I was in and, and how I had to really really come to terms with the decisions that I made, or honestly, more more honestly, the lack of decisions or the indecision that, that caused the things in my life to come to me that did. And um, I wrote about ego at length. I wrote about self-awareness. I wrote about—I um, um, finally wrote a story about my— about the type of relationship I was in, but not about my relationship. And uh it's called Love and the Emotional Vampire. And it was liberating to write, but it was also incredibly illuminating. It it gave me kind of like a starting point to really understand what had happened to me and how I got there. How I was in this relationship for so many years and I didn't know what was going on and I what about me caused that to be? And, uh, you know, I I just want to say this up front, that although I'm going to talk about my relationship with my ex probably frequently during these times with you, I want you to know that I love this person very much and that he is a treasured soul, and that when I think about him, I get emotional because he is one of the most treasured souls in my life so far, besides my family and especially my daughter. He is the reason why I stopped searching externally for a sense of belonging in this world. He is the reason why I surrendered, and I stopped clawing at myself and at the world for what, for what I thought was my purpose, my reason for being here, my joy, my happiness. I, you know, we get so good at tolerating our circumstances that we don't understand how different they could be if we were only aware enough to realize it. So I wrote this, uh, this article or blog, you know, Love and the Emotional Vampire, and, and it really helped me to just find a space where I can start to look at everything. And it was quite a while later before I could write about my own story, which I'm working on right now. Um, it started out as an article really in the, t- in the mindset that I was in 10 months ago about uh, it was a cautionary tale like i said to to warn people about this type of person and as i began my journey to look inward at myself i had no choice but to look at my part in it and and the realizations that came were were mind blowing and the epiphanies uh, that or breakthroughs which are are divine really my divine self telling me what the F Gina, you know, you have to wake up. Um, I I had an amazing experience with my own divinity. I, I am um, still in awe of it to be quite honest. And uh, it's something that every day I, I have a connection to now and it's become my soul, my the woman inside of me, the entity that inhabits this body, has become the driver of this this vehicle, this body, and I'm so friggin grateful for her ability to come through and and to assist me in this effort to live this life and uh anyway um as I started to look inward i i had no choice but to see this man. Ultimately, it took several months, seven, actually seven months after we finally separated uh, physically for me to realize that he gave me the most precious gift I had ever gotten from any other soul and I'm probably possibly ever will. He, 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 is my karmic soulmate. And um, if that doesn't make any sense to you right now, I hope that you look into it because karma is a very powerful thing and it it will determine the direction of our lives. And, and until we deal with it and we look it straight in the face, it's going to keep trying to teach us the same lesson over and over. So you know, if you're repeating behaviors in your life or you're repeating the same situations or the same types of relationships, that's your karma knocking on your door. And, and I'm here to tell you that in, until you're ready to open that door, it will keep coming. And, but I want to give you hope because once you do open that door and you look that karma directly in the eye, you stop struggling. Um. And I think that's what I'm here to talk about. Uh, my higher self told me, you're going to just be honest about what you went through. You're going to be raw and unfiltered and you are going to help other people. So that's what I'm here to do. I, um, I'm i going to let these sessions take the shape that they're going to take without judging them. I am going to do my best to do a regular uh, schedule And just trust my gut and my soul who is the one doing the speaking uh, most of the time in these days because I've kind of given the wheel to her uh, because I realized how much I was faltering, floundering, uh, not failing because there's no such thing. The failings, the mistakes take us to where we need to go if we pay attention to where that is. so I guess my purpose here really is to just create a space where I can share my story. I can share the perspectives I have formed through the the, the living of this life and that I can create an environment where other people can feel welcomed and I can relate and uh, I, I'm going to warn you ahead of time that m- I'm not looking to be a polished speaker, and to do this in a way that is maybe technically correct. So, I understand if people maybe not <laughs> don't love this format, but I I'm doing what is meaningful to me to do, so I can give back. Um, I just want to be a, a resource, and this is what is something I've always wanted to do. I, I started a life coaching business ten years ago, twelve years ago thinking that that's what I was going to do to help people. And uh, it never went anywhere. I I invested a lot of money. Uh, I wrote a book. I self-published it. And it went absolutely nowhere. And it was just not the right time for me. I, I've always had an understanding of my purpose, but I didn't understand what the hell it was. <laughs> and then um it was through the last 10 months um since my separate my physical separation from my ex-husband and i'll explain that more later um that i really started to understand my purpose and through a uh a series of very serendipitous events very serendipitous events once my ex-husband finally moved out of my home um through through these series of events that happened almost immediately after I started to collect the material, which I'm really excited about too, because I'm not just going to tell you a story that you may or may not be able to, to understand and, and that you have no idea how to, how to start your own journey. Uh, I actually have material that I use that I can share with you. I'll, I'll put links to it in, in the, um, description um, of the books and the the uh, the introspective work that I did to get to the point where I was no longer broken in half by a relationship that wasn't at all what I thought it was, but that I was actually a divine being who is arrived at the time in her, in this physical life where I am to awaken and do this work. So, not only am I okay (laughs) from my broken heart and my broken spirit, and the fact that my life did not go the direction at all I thought it was going to go, but I am uh, on a new path that is taking me to places that I've only dreamed about going. And uh, through my spirit guides and my higher self, the uh, messages I'm receiving through a trusted source. Uh, I am in absolute awe of what is happening in my life right now, and I am sitting alone in my home office in my beautiful home in my beautiful city, and uh talking about my experience with my own death and my rebirth, so If this is something that you can relate to, I hope to see you again out there in the ethos, listening to my voice hanging in this air somehow. And I hope to share the right story, the right perspective to touch you in the way it needs to. So you know that there's not just hope, there is a whole world waiting for us beyond our physical body and our ability to think. Our brains are not designed to go where we need to go in order to connect with this divine part of ourselves. I've always referred to myself as a body and my spirit as my soul. And two years ago or so, when I created my blog, I named her Postcards from a Soul and Her Human Observations of a Soul Passenger. I didn't realize how important that title was going to be to what I do because that's exactly what is happening. My soul told me, you got this kid. I'm here with you. It is within us to do this. And even though I've never done anything like this before, I know this is where I belong and I'm going to do my best to show up once a week if I can and tell my story in the most honest and unfiltered. Conscientious, thoughtful way that I can. And thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen and hopefully create a relationship that maybe we won't meet in person, but we have a lot in common and we are on the same journey and we are very similar, no matter what we look like, no matter what our preferences are no matter how old we are or what we've been through or how many lives we've led or how religious or spiritual we are, we all live, we're all traveling on the same journey through this physical space. So I think that's it for now. I, I appreciate your listening very much and I hope to to make this space somewhere comfortable and inviting for you as I go through this, I will report. (laughs) Thank you again for listening.